In Christ Jesus, we are victorious, we are blessed, we can approach God with great boldness and can face life situations and demonic powers from a place of dominion. All this is possible because of Christ's redeeming work on the cross. We as believers are indeed blessed. This morning, the word that I want to bring to us, it's a simple word. Um, it is a reminder about who we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible teaches us that we have been changed in the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we become a child of God, you know, our life has been transformed. Our spirit man has been completely changed. And there are so many blessings uh, that, that have come into our lives. Uh, and so I just want to bring a reminder of these things to us today. Uh, for us to live a victorious Christian life, here are two things that we uh, need to be established in. The first one is for us to know who God is, the true nature of God. And the second one is for us to know who we are in Christ Jesus because it is uh, who we are in Christ Jesus that we truly are. Uh, and this morning, I'm also uh, reminded of the fact that in scripture, whenever the apostles wrote to the believers and wrote to believers who were going through difficult times, they uh, began by telling them that they are now saints. You know, they are now chosen. They are heirs uh, uh, in Christ Jesus, that they have an incorruptible inheritance, that they are forgiven, they are redeemed, and just repeating to them who they have become. Romans 6, 11, that reminds us, tells us that we need to know, we need to understand uh, and, and that we need to embrace the reality of who we, we have become in Christ Jesus. So uh, this morning, church, you know, I, I want us to, to uh, take some time to think think about who it is that we have become in Christ Jesus. What is our destiny in the Lord Jesus Christ and what this means for us and how we must live our lives. You know, uh, as I think of the epistle that Peter wrote to the believers, you know, he, he, before he goes into his instructions, before he goes into uh, uh, his, his um, uh, encouragement. You no, know, he speaks to the believers and and he lets them know that now they are a chosen generation. Now they are uh, a royal priesthood. That now you know they are a people of God who were never a people before. And you know then he brings in so many different uh, uh, things that he wants to teach them about living right, living right. Uh, before authority, living holy, so on and so forth. And this is true for the other uh, epistles as well. So uh, as believers face their most challenging times, we find that they were reminded of who they had become. So this morning, as we... Um, uh, reckon the fact that you no, know, we are in in an unprecedented time. It's a it's a season that is so new for many of us, uh, and some of us could be going through challenges. We could be going through challenges in our jobs. We could be going through challenges in our personal lives. Uh, we could be going through challenges in our health. But you know, whatever it is that we are facing, you know, let us remember who it is that we are in Christ Jesus. So you know, we will take some time to to study this and I believe that as we we take time uh, in, in the word of God um, by considering who it is that we have become that truly we will we will 
be stabilized, that we will be anchored and established in God to face whatever it is before us with, with greater strength and with greater confidence. Uh, and this morning, church, you know, I uh, want to tell us that we are truly blessed. You know, we are blessed inside out. We have now become the children of God as John chapter 1 verse 12 uh, tells us. And, you know, we, we are so blessed and loved by uh, the, the heavenly father. Uh, and this kind of love makes us a blessed people. Now, if we were to sum up everything uh, uh, of who we have become in Christ Jesus, I think one word, one really good word to describe it would be blessed. So we as God's people are a blessed people. Now, blessed would mean highly favored. Uh, blessed would mean being fortunate. Now, blessed would mean being happy. Now, some of us, uh, because of our circumstances, because of of our emotions we might we might not be able to accept this fact that we indeed are blessed no, but scriptures teach us that this is the true spiritual reality this is the true spiritual positional reality of every single believer. So even if we are not seeing it in, uh, in the natural right now, you know, the way for us to, to make that uh, seen in the natural is by faith, by, by understanding who we have become in Christ Jesus and, and having faith in that and then living it out. So we are blessed and this is our spiritual positional reality but of course you know as romans 12 uh, reminds us and as colossians 3 you know verses 9 and 10 there again we see that you know we have to align our will we have to align our thoughts we have to align our life to the word of god which is when we will be able to live this victorious life now let's a look at the heart of God for uh, the people whom he created. Now, right at the start, when he created Adam and Eve, what did God do? You know, how did God respond uh, to uh, after the creation of, of uh, the, the creatures who were in his own image? Now, in Genesis 1.28, we read that God blessed them. After God created them, he blessed them and he pronounced over them and said, be fruitful and multiply. So God's heart for the people whom he has created is to bless them. Right? And we also see um, in number six, a priestly blessing that, that he gave his people. Now I'll read this out for us, this priestly blessing. No, it says, um, uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And this is the manner in which God commanded the priests to bless the people. So God's heart is a heart that blesses his people. And God never, never wanted his people to, uh, to not receive this blessing. Uh, and in Numbers 22, you know, it, it's an account of a prophet who for the sake of money uh, uh, considered cursing God's people, Balaam the prophet. And over there, God uh, corrects him. You know, God, God uh, speaks to him and, and he says, you cannot do this. No, you cannot curse the people whom God has blessed. So uh, church, I want to remind.
around us. No, we are a very, very blessed people and we need to know this. We need to know this. We need to uh, experience our relationship with God from this place of blessedness. We need to do life from this place of blessedness and that's when we will experience the victory of God in our lives. So this blessedness in Christ Jesus, today I, I just want to put it in three very, very simple sections. Um, the first one being in our relationship with God, we have boldness, right? Because of what God has done for us, in us, uh, we now have boldness in our relationship with God. So that is the first section that we will spend time uh, in. And the second one is that no, we can now have hope in our circumstances. The circumstances around us, whatever it is that we are, we are experiencing because of the blessedness that we have uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ, we can have hope in our circumstances. And the third one being that we have overcoming power over Satan and the powers of darkness. So these are the three sections in which we will, we will study this morning. So the first section, you know, we are blessed because of who we have become in Christ Jesus and in our relationship with God, what has changed? We now have boldness. We now have boldness when we enter the presence of God. I mean, think about this. We have been brought near to God. Before, the, before uh, the, the redeeming work of the Lord Jesus Christ, before our acceptance of the redeeming work of the Lord Jesus Christ, we were far away from God. We were alienated from God. But now our blessedness is that we have been brought so near to the living God. Um, and, and the word of God you know, tells us so many things of what Jesus has done on the cross and, and how uh, this has changed our position before God. So I'm just going to look at uh, a few, few things that have happened in us, uh, in Christ Jesus. The first one being uh, that we have been forgiven. Now, we have been forgiven. Ephesians 1 and verse 7, it says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. So today, church, you know, as we stand here as children of God, uh, this is the assurance that you and I can carry because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, because of the shedding of his blood, you and I have been forgiven. What you and I could never uh, have done for ourselves, the blood of Jesus has done for us. And the scripture tells us we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins. So as we approach the presence of God, here is our understanding. We come closer to God because we don't have to carry that guilt any longer or that burden of sin any longer. But we can come into the presence of God, God boldly calling him Abba Father, being free in the presence of God because our sins have been forgiven. And the scripture also reminds us that we have redeemed redemption. We have redemption through his blood. So the blood of Jesus, you know, two things uh, in this very scripture, the blood of Jesus has given us forgiveness. The blood of Jesus has redeemed us. So God has 
paid the price or God in other words has paid the ransom for you and I to experience that life of forgiveness and that life of redemption. So as we enter into the presence of God, we can be bold. We can come boldly in prayer to God. And you know, we, we can make our requests known to God with thanksgiving. And we, we have the confidence that God hears us. Uh, and, and that could never have happened, you know, uh, but for the work of the cross. And isn't that, isn't that something that makes us blessed? The fact that we have been forgiven. We we have been redeemed and this causes us to come boldly into the presence of God. Uh, the next thing that I, I just want to take time on is the fact that we have now been justified. We have been justified. First uh, Corinthians chapter 10 verses 9 through 11. Uh, I'll read it for us. It says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. So uh, as we read from verse 9, uh, here uh, Paul lists out various sins, okay, very, very um, extreme sins even. And uh, he, he reminds the believers, he says, look, we were all sinners before this. And some of us engaged in things that do not did not bring glory to God, but... He's reminding the believers and he's telling them, but now you, you are a people who are washed. We have been washed and we have been sanctified, which means we have been cleansed and we have been justified just as if we have done nothing wrong and this again you know, this is this is a, a free gift of God but we know that the Lord Jesus paid a huge price for you and me to stand justified in the presence of God so as we approach the throne room of God you know we come in knowing that you know we we uh, have this position where God is no longer standing there accusing us but through the Lord Jesus Christ he sees us as a people who have been washed and he sees us as a people who, ha who have um, not sinned in his sight uh, as Jesus has, has paid the price and we have been justified by faith and we need to to understand this reality uh, and how how was this possible? No, again, coming back, we always come back to the Lord Jesus. And scriptures tell us that he who knew no sin, in um, 2 Corinthians 5.21, you know, God made him to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you know, today, we're standing in God's presence, and we can be bold. We are forgiven, we are redeemed, here we are justified. And we can face God because of what the Lord Jesus has done in us. Um, and let's uh, just go on and look at a couple of other things that the Lord has done for us. Now, I want to remind us that the Lord Jesus and his work has restored us unto the Lord. In Romans 5.11, we read that we have received the reconciliation. We have received the reconciliation, which means that we no longer have a barrier between God and us when we become the children of God. We no longer have a wall between God and us as we become the 
children of God, but we have been brought close to God. We are no longer alienated from God as uh, Colossians 1.21 puts it, but we have been reconciled to God. We are no longer his enemies. Uh, and uh, why, why am I talking about these things? You know, in this season, as we're going through challenges, we're going through difficult times, there can be um, uh, thoughts in our minds uh, accusing us and, and, and bringing us down and, and you know, we, we might be weighed down uh, by, by thoughts which are not from God. But as we, we walk boldly in who we have become in the Lord Jesus Christ and understand what it is that he has truly done for us on the cross of Calvary, you know, we can, can face um, uh, circumstances boldly. And the most beautiful thing is we can approach God boldly. You know, and we can experience uh, God uh, boldly. And isn't that, isn't that a blessedness? Isn't that you know, the most wonderful thing that, that anyone can have in a time of adversity? So we are a blessed people who can approach God boldly without anything hindering us. And here are a few more things that we enjoy because of the cross. You know, we now have intimacy with God. We have intimacy with God. John chapter 14 verses 19 and 20. I will read it for us. It says, uh, a while, a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you. So today as God's children, uh, church, now here, here is uh, another truth for us to rejoice in. He is in us and we are in him. Now, that is the safest place. That is the safest place in God. Again, John chapter 15, verse 4. I will read this again. Uh, it says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So here is our blessedness, church, that we are in Christ Jesus and uh, he is in us. Now, what a position of intimacy uh, we have and as we remain connected with the Lord Jesus Christ, we can receive of his grace, we can receive of his power, we can receive of his refreshing, we can receive of his strength, you know, we can receive of his wisdom, we can receive of everything that is in the Lord Jesus Christ because now we are connected to him, we are in him uh, and you know, we enjoy this place of safety even when you know, there is chaos and, and, a, and a storm around us. So uh, we are so blessed to have a position where we can be intimate with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and this, this blessedness continues. You know, uh, as we think of ourselves, we can all have uh, different uh, perspectives about who we are. But here is what God says, this is how God looks at us. Uh, in John chapter 17 and verse 23, you know, Jesus said this. Uh, he said, I in them, you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. So you know, here is another truth that, that reminds us of our blessedness, uh, that we are loved by God 
the way the Lord Jesus was loved by God. Now, so we are God's beloved. Father rejoiced in Jesus. The Father celebrated Jesus. And we are being told here that he loves us the way he loved the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, so that is, is a, a reality that, that we must embrace and, and be convinced of. And even Paul writes in, in Romans chapter 8, you know, when we go through um, challenging circumstances, nothing, nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, he puts down from verse 35, he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? You know, and you know, he, he just goes on. Verse, I'll skip some, skip a verse and then read verse 37. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know, um, so we are dearly loved by God and we enjoy this position of being celebrated by God. Uh, and, you know, let's not forget that God has, has blessed us in, in every possible way in the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, as uh, we, we stand as God's children, we have uh, our significance and our security, which is flowing from uh, who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us on the cross of Calvary and we can enter his presence boldly. Now, uh, the blessedness, you know, we'll, we'll just continue to talk a little more about, you know, why is it that, that we are blessed? We are also blessed because we have hope in our circumstances now, uh, there could be several things that, that could be going on in our lives, but you know, the reality is that God, uh, uh, God has given us his victory. You know, we, we read in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that now we have become a new creation. Uh, in fact, in the Old Testament, we, we have prophecies of what it is that God would do for his people. But when Jesus... Um, came to the world and you know he completed the work of redemption you know the the prophecy ezekiel 36 26 where uh, we are told that i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you i will take the heart of stone out and you know give you a heart of flesh so uh, god promised that he will do something in us, you know, through his redeeming work. And he did that uh, in our spirit man. We became a new creation. And it's only God who could have done that. Now, why are we talking about us becoming a new creation? Because, you know, in our circumstances and in the things that we face, you know, we can... Uh, realize that we have a new potential in God. We are a new creation. Our spirit man uh, has been completely transformed. Uh, and, and, you know, we have received that nature of God in our spirit man, <clears throat> in our spirit man. And, you know, we can live out of that reality and we will begin to see the victory of God. And the victory of God is promised to us in every area of our lives. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, uh, these scriptures tell us that God leads us in triumphant victory in 
Christ Jesus. And this is how, you know, we, we carry, uh, we, we diffuse the, the fragrance of God and people come to know God because uh, God is working powerfully in and through our lives. So whatever circumstance uh, we are facing, now we can look ahead. We have become a new creation in him uh, and we can learn, you know, who we have become in Christ Jesus and live according to that. And we will begin to see the victory of God so we can look ahead and we don't have to look to the past and we also are not limited you know, by our sin nature but uh, God has given us a new nature which has new potential and we have been given the victory of Christ so we can overcome uh, the different circumstances that we are going through and not only this you know, we are told that we have been given the blessings of the cross and we have received salvation through the cross of the the Lord Jesus Christ, sozo uh, in Greek, which means that we have now received rescue from sin. We have God's protection. We have his healing. We have his deliverance. So here we are as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, as his children you know, who have received these abundant blessings and we stand blessed even in difficult times. So as we uh, recognize this, the way we, we will uh, face our challenges will be very, very different. Uh, and in fact, Galatians 3 uh, and verse 13, you know, it, it tells us that the Lord Jesus, he has taken the curse and he has become the curse for us so that you and I could be blessed. You know, verse 14 there, it says, so that the blessing of Abraham can come upon the Gentiles. And today, a church, you know, we are standing as recipients of not only the blessings of Abraham, but also the blessings of the cross, the blessings of the new covenant that has made us new and uh, it helps us live uh, that life of victory uh, in any circumstance you know it could be failure that that we are facing today uh, it could be some form of disappointment that you and I could be facing today or it could be these unforeseen uh, challenges that that have come to us in the form of sickness or, or, or you know in the form of some other difficulty but whatever it is you know as the new people in the Lord Jesus Christ we can speak victory and live victoriously in all of those circumstances and now if this were not enough you know uh, uh, God speaks in his word and tells us his blessings upon us are not just for this life, but even for the life to come. You know, we are a people of living hope. We are a people who have hope in this life. We have hope even in the life to come. Uh, in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 25, we are told that we have this promise of eternal life. So we are blessed here on the earth but as we look forward to our life after uh, our time here even there we are a blessed people who have hope and uh, I want us to to speak this hope you know uh, we could be tempted to to speak negativity we could be tempted to speak the the challenges that that we are experiencing the uh, you know the we, we could be putting ourselves down but you know let's speak what God has done for us let's speak the hope of God and we will see that hope of God manifesting in our lives 
lives and in fact we can carry that hope into the lives of the people as well. Um, uh, this morning, church, you know, each one of us, we could find ourselves in, in different circumstances and uh, some of those circumstances really hopeless. But I just want to speak and declare the hope of God into your life. Uh, and um, uh, as I do that, I believe that, you know, we, we will... We will see his glory manifest in your situation and in your circumstance. So we are a people of great hope uh, and we have great hope to bring to the world. Now, uh, I just want to move on and uh, uh, look at the, the third section here uh, that we are blessed because we have overcoming power. Now we, we could uh, look at our lives and say that, you know, we are surrounded in every way uh, with, with different things. And here on the earth, uh, as the Bible teaches us, we, we have to face uh, the world. We have to face a sin. We have to face um, demons and, and, and Satan and the, and the kingdom of darkness. But even while we do that, you know, we are a victorious people. People. We are a people who overcome. Now, Romans 5, 17, it, it reminds us that we can rule and reign in this life because of what Jesus has done for us. And we are overcomers. You know, we, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome by the word of our testimony. And, and you know, we, we fear not our lives unto death. And that is the kind of overcoming power that God has given us. And we can subdue the enemy because of our position in Christ Jesus. Now, Ephesians 2.6, it says that we are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Now, that talks of our authority. That talks of our dominion. Uh, and we have received this dominion because of what Jesus has done for us. So, you know, we can conquer any sin. We can conquer uh, the work of the enemy in any, any which way coming against us uh, and we can stand and testify to the victory of God and that is possible because of what God has done for us. So we can face, uh, we can face whether it is sin or the world or uh, Satan and his demons with this knowledge that we have been given that overcoming power. So you know, we are a blessed people. We are a blessed people because we can relate with God boldly. We are a blessed people because we can overcome uh, life's situations and circumstances knowing that God gives us the victory and we can overcome Satan and his demons because we have already been given that dominion and authority in Christ Jesus. So uh, let us celebrate this blessedness that we have received through the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, in today's times, church, you know, uh, I want us to acknowledge who we have become. Now, the Bible teaches us to do that, that we must, we must uh, admit and acknowledge every good thing that we have in Christ Jesus uh, and that we must be rooted and built up in these realities. Now, when we do that, we are able to uh, shine for the glory of God and not only can we experience that blessedness but we can also uh, release that hope and blessedness into the lives of others. Now I want to read one 
a scripture before we go into a time of worship. This is from 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we are a blessed people and we have to shine the light of God because he has called us out of darkness and here we stand in the light of God and let us shine that light to the world. There's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies and it's your body and your blood you shed for me and this is how i fight my battles there's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies and it's your body and your blood you shed for me and this is how i fight my battle And your mercy follows me So my weapon I praise and thanksgiving And this is how I fight my battle be afraid it may look like I'm surrounded but I'm surrounded by you 
It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, yeah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, Jesus, yes. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you, yeah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. song and um, you know this is our story that we are surrounded by God's love uh, and, and as we align ourselves to God you know we, we continue to to be built up in him and the life of God the power of God the victory of God is shown through our lives and we are able to shine the glory of God uh, and church uh, this morning I just want to take some time to pray uh, with all of us to to continue to experience uh, the the mighty works of God in our lives let's go ahead and pray together uh, heavenly father we thank and praise you god father for your faithfulness in our lives and god especially in this season lord we we thank you lord that we have seen uh, lord the power of your word lord we have seen the reality of your word father god and lord we continue to speak lord we continue to speak victory through the word of the lord jesus christ father we we uh, ask oh god that people will experience healing uh, in their bodies that god those who are oppressed God those who are oppressed especially by by condemning thoughts father God that they will experience freedom Lord that they they will uh, experience the fact that Lord they are affirmed they are accepted by you father God Lord uh, I pray for those of us who may be struggling Lord in our emotions God that Lord there will be the peace of God the shalom of God taking over our emotions father God those of us who 
uh, are in uh, fear about the future lord i speak lord i speak that uh, that assurance of of your help and your intervention father god lord we bind that spirit of fear in the name of jesus and god uh, i just continue to speak your breakthroughs lord the turnarounds in people's lives and god we thank you lord we thank you for the release of your power lord you have promised that when we join our hearts together and pray touching any one thing father that you will do it for us and so god uh, this morning we want to give you thanks lord we want to give you thanks for everything that has been deposited in our spirits and everything that has been released to us we bless you god and we honor you in jesus name we pray amen amen so thank you once again for joining us this morning uh, and uh, i just want to speak uh, the benediction over us um, the lord bless you and keep you the, the lord make his face to shine over you may he lift up his countenance on you and give you shalom you are blessed in jesus name god bless you have a great week till we meet next time thank you